0: Welcome to the TV Kids Summer Festival. I'm Kristen Rosnowski, the Executive Editor of TV Kids, and I'm speaking with Drew and Jonathan Scott, who you may know as the Property Brothers, but today we're taking a look behind the scenes of the creative process of their animated series, Builder Brothers Dream Factory. Hi, Drew. Hi, Jonathan.
1: Hello. hello. Shouldn't we now be known as the Builder Brothers it's instead? True. Of yes. Let's just get in the Builder Brothers. I just don't want to change my business cards. No, every single <laughs> business card. I think we should also use our our voices uh, from Kai and Chris, uh, Christian in the show. It, yeah, we I, don't voice ourselves as the kids, but I think I, I could try. It, no, really, I changed my mind. No, we don't do that. that. Anyway, hello.
0: Hello, and this new generation is going to know you both as the Builder Brothers. So to go back to the beginning, what was the inception of the show? Where did this idea come from to actually build this out to the screen?
1: Well, it was crazy. We've been doing Property Brothers for so long, going on 13 years now. And there's so many people who started watching our show as kids, teenagers, and now they're grown-ups and they're actually buying a house and they're settling down. But also, even today, we'll have five-year-olds that stop us at the mall and they're like, Mommy, mommy, dad, dad. it's a Property Brothers. What five-year-olds are watching? a home renovation show, but they are. And so we thought, how cool would it be if we could inspire a whole new generation of kids? Um, I know our kids are very tactile. They love anything that they can get their hands into to build. And so this felt like a natural progression. Well, I also think too, you know, a lot of kids, you know, they just have this wild imagination, which is really good for someone who's a creative, who's a designer. And so the idea these kids are getting something out of our show about how to design their home and their space or bringing ideas to their parents, It was really cool for us to, you know, first we did our our book series for kids that was Builder Brothers, and uh, then we we developed the animated series based on that, and I think it's pretty cool to see how many creative ideas come out of these kids. We'll do a meet and greet, and families will bring their kids, and they'll bring floor plans that they've done that are actually really good designs, but then, you know, some of them incorporate unicorns and other things. uh, I need to get a better source for unicorns. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, walk us through the timeline from conception to actually seeing the series on the screen. And how does this differ from what you're used to in the factual programming space?
1: It is a long process. We thought renovations were long for each episode yeah. of Property Brothers, but well, we actually so when we did our our book series originally, um, that was sort of our our first dip in the of the toe in the in the pool, just to see you know what the process would be like. Do we like the space? We then took all of the feedback that we had, um, really listened to the audience and what the audiences were looking for, and also introduced something. People know our shows for technology, that 3D technology where you see things flying in and out. And so we decided to bring a whole new type of 3D technology to the animation, which you usually would only see in in feature films, not in, in regular animated series. And... The combination of all this, it took, what, a good two and a half years to finally see it come to fruition, but it was worth it because it's unlike anything people have ever seen in the TV space. Well, you also, I mean, for us, you know, our shows are a co-viewing experience, so we'll have four generations of a family that say they watch our shows, and then when you look at something like this, the animated series, we still wanted this to be something enjoyable for the parents as well as the kids. And also, there's so much more that you know we wouldn't have even thought before we did the book or the animated series, you know, working with a child psychologist and educators and um you know parents as well, and us being parents ourselves. There are a lot of elements that go into how do we make this fun, how do we make it educational and and you know make them laugh while they have a little takeaway so it takes a lot of time.
0: Tell us about infusing the show with some of those values like making dreams come true and thinking outside of the box that your brand has become known for.
1: It's funny because I find sometimes and and i watch a lot of kids programming we have a a just turned six and a seven-year-old and uh i watch some of the programming and i'm like well this is either kind of cheesy or this is not fun for a grown-up to watch or or it's just a bad show that i i wouldn't want the kids to watch our show we tried to make it so that it was fun but it was also bringing in that positive messaging and like drew said we worked with several child psychologists to make sure that we're getting the right approach to some of these real problems that kids have. And then just also find a way that it can be relatable and enjoyable for them too. So it uh, really was born out of us as kids. We were like the go-to kids in the neighborhood. Whenever any of the other kids would have a problem, they would come to us and we would figure out a solution. And yeah. we literally went and built a dog house for this one neighbor who didn't have a dog house for the dog and all these different things. So we took that with a little creative embellishment and worked it into the Builder Brothers Dream Factory series. And no, I'll put it out there. I'm going to admit this. We did not have that cool kick-ass facility. That I we mean, had. I would have so, loved to have that Dream Factory. No, yeah. ours was just, we had our garage was turned into like the family, like game room. And so we just hang out in there and then the backyard. But another part, you know, the kids watching the show, collaboration is a big thing. Us working together and work with our friends to help, the community and the neighborhood. But really, this project was a collaboration too. You know, Nelvana's is our global distributor and we have Sinking Ship. And so they're just an amazing animation studio. So for us to come together with our experiences from what we do in, as kids and then coming together with them and what they do so well and what they know in the kids space. And Amy uh, Millard and our team, Amory Millard and our team, she's the one who oversees uh, the project too. It's pretty amazing when you have such rock stars, you know, behind camera, I'll call it, that are really helping us turn something that's been a dream of ours uh, into fruition. It's pretty amazing. I believe in hiring people who are way more talented than you are. That's the, that's our philosophy. That's why you hired me. Yeah. I hired him because he's way better looking than I am, but I'll ride the coattails. I'll make that.
0: Did you know from the start that you wanted to be involved in the voice work or what have you learned about those challenges of voicing characters instead of getting to be your usual expressive selves in front of the camera?
1: Yeah. So I knew I wanted to be right from the beginning, because, again, I still have that actor itch within me. And I love I just love acting in general and voice work. And so let me just point out, he's not that that voice. He's one of the the parents. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the thing at first when I said to the team, yeah, and I'd like to voice uh, one of the characters. I think they thought I meant I want to voice one of the kids. And I could see like the nervousness, you know, from our network partner and and, and they're like, ah, uh, sure, Drew. And I'm like, no, 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 clarify. I can play a parent or somebody else. And then Jonathan plays the brother of me. As say, this wouldn't be yeah. convincing if little Drew walks in and he's like, Hi. hey, I want to, I want to fix this thing up. I'm going to make your dreams happen. Yeah, no, I, I do love character voices though. Cause we've done a lot of voice work. That's sort of ourselves that it's just, you know, real life or commercial type stuff. But I love putting on a good character voice. And so I actually recently did a new voice reel just for funsies. And uh, anyway, it's Richard Horvitz is a really well-known voice actor and he's my voice coach. And so working with him, we were rolling on the floor with some of the rando characters that I was coming up with, uh, you know, working with him on. time for this stuff. Hey, this is fun.
0: (laughs) Now, we mentioned before about how the show just looks like no other show out there you know it's done in full 3d animation what does this style lend to it and just that overall look and feel you were going for
1: yeah it's it's interesting you know from a technical perspective the technology that we use i mean you you've seen it in in feature films but no one was doing it in a regular weekly series before because they couldn't afford to and the way technology has advanced and the access we have, we worked with incredible partners, Sinking Ship, Nelvana, to figure out a way, how do we do it so that we can bring that top tier quality for the animation, but get enough content that we're going to do it as a regular series. Yeah. And we found that secret recipe and we pulled it off. And I remember even as we were going through the animations, the rough drafts, and then going to the next stage and seeing the animation. I could not believe my eyes for for the quality of the animation and and the work that we were seeing, but also it helps sort of take you out of this animation realm and I think make it even more believable because kids want to believe that, you know, anything they put their mind to, they can accomplish. And it's true. The stuff we did when we were kids, people would be like, you're making this up. This is just a tall tale. I'm like, yeah. no, we, we actually did this. We had big imaginations and we had even bigger determination to get it done. Well, and it's the same with the series too. I mean, innovation is always important to us with everything we do on the shows, the type of products we put into homes, the way we film. You know, we're one of the larger lifestyle, you know, unscripted producers in North America. And I think it's exciting. Right now we have 16 series that we produce. By stature and by yeah. number of series yeah, that we tall. produce. Uh, but you know, so for us even here, I mean, this is an original 3D uh preschool series, and to be able to have 40 episodes uh launching with this full 3D feel is pretty amazing.
0: And how involved were you in the writing process for the episodes and stories? You can just kind of take us behind the scenes and into that writer's room.
1: Well, it's funny because they originally they're like, all right, guys. We want to go through, because they read our book, they read our bio, a lot of the stories from kids. And then we had a bunch of meetings with the writing teams, and we were telling them some of the shenanigans we would get up to when we were kids. And we did say to them, like, you guys realize this doesn't have to all be authentic to our childhood. We can come up with great stories with these characters. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But first, we want to know everything. And so that was the process. We were just going through our childhood. and It was funny. Lives. I mean, they, they ask good questions. Again, this is with our creative team and with Sinking Ship. And it's, it was funny sort of it, to relive all those moments from when we were kids and all the, the little antics and things we got up to. And then when we went to the next step, because Jonathan and I were very involved. We're always very involved. We love to really work collaboratively with our team and our partners. Uh, but, yeah, to see how good they are at what they do with pulling together the episodes and, again, making sure that it's, it's educational and it's entertaining it was pretty phenomenal. And then they pitched us back after we were babbling for hours about all these old stories. The next week, we got together to, to see some outlines for episodes. And they made our childhood so epic and amazing with the stories they came together with. So it it was really, really fun. You know, you know what I, I thought was funny, though, with that whole process? When we were going back and thinking about all these stories from our childhood and our teens and our 20s, and, you know, it's funny because maybe it's an identical twin thing. It turns out once we started like fact checking some of this and like checking with our parents and friends, it turns out I had been telling stories for years about things I had been through and I was never even there. Yeah, it was me. It's just, we've grown up hearing each other's stories for so long. I can remember these things in my head and I can picture it in my head. Was I easy. was never even there. So
0: how much is drawn from real life, including this idea of inspiration? Would you say this is your most personal project yet?
1: I think so, because everything, the Twinspiration is a real thing. I mean, we didn't coin it back in the day as Twinspiration, but that's just, we had that. And we, you know, we, we were very competitive, but we were never there to push each other down. We were always there to compete, to push each other to do better. And the same with all of our friends around us and the kids in our community. And so I think there's a lot of it that is is truly personal. And then, you know, we elaborate with each of the stories to build it out into good life lessons for kids in each episode. It is, it's fun to, I mean, every single episode has multiple references that are actually from our childhood or actually from our family growing up. And so it's, it's fun to, you know, be here as a part of the creative process, but then getting to where we see the animation lineup and, and the voice work and it all comes together. And then it's very nostalgic because you're thinking back and you're like, oh yeah, that that actually was as crazy as it sounds, that was something from our childhood. You know, the other thing we never did though is because we picked, we have an older brother, JD, and then our mom and dad. We picked their brains a lot for some of these childhood stories, and we never paid them for that research. You know, <laughs> that's what families for. You know, yeah. let's <laughs> so come back to that. It was twin credible. You know, it was it's funny though, too, when you think of our personalities and then these miniature ass personalities. <laughs> we really elaborated on some things that are truly true. Like I hate getting dirty, even though now, like on our shows, I'm right in there with the demolition, what we're doing. I've always hated getting dirty, but Jonathan will like crawl through like a rat infested spider web, uh, you know, uh, attic space or something like that. That's him as the little kid as well. He always was willing to get, I remember there's one time we were running and playing hide and seek and he ran, He went up, it was a, a sewer pipe, you know, it was a, it goes under the road, but it was only like this big. It was big enough for him to go into and he just slid right in there to hide. Storm sewer pipe. I would storm sewer pipe. Yeah. I would never in a million years have done that uh, at all. But I'm more of the techie nerd kind of guy. We, we were both into the tech, but I really love that. So you see that also in this show how we play out. You know, I just realized the person would be sitting on the opposite side because yeah. they're sitting in front of me. I like to look at me.
0: Now, between your on air work, all the different shows, the production company, the overall Scott Brothers brand. You guys are quite busy. Uh, So why was it important for you to launch this project in the kids space? And do you think that there will be more from the both of you for content in this younger demographic?
1: Well, I I think timing for me was perfect. Zoe and I have a six-year-old and an almost eight-year-old. And we love the idea. We don't do a lot of screen time, but we're like, if we're going to have them watch something, we want it to be something that's really special. And so I thought, how cool would it be? to to do something now that i can be proud of and that the kids will really really love and you know with elsie and charlie elf is that you know zoe's an elf and every year they love that she's but not for, i mean they're not watching home renovation shows and, and stuff like that so i thought it was really special to be able to do something that would connect with them well, i think the important thing for us too you know it's even with our our you know TV shows for adults that we do, like um, we, we're very inclusive and I, and we, I think it's so important for kids to be able to you know see uh, examples of if there's a challenge, you can work yourself through it, you can find a way through it, and then also to to see themselves or their families represented on screen. So the diversity of our characters as well that we have as a part of this is really important to us. and I think that's fun and we've seen we've heard such great response from our audiences about how their kids are getting so excited uh, when watching. And then it's almost like they're they're now in their own neighborhoods or in their own house or trying to figure out how they can be the problem solvers. So it's pretty cool. It's also so inspiring for us to hear how much positivity comes out of our shows that we've always done. Property Brothers, you know, people come in there and, you know, whether it's mom, dad, grandma, kids, everybody gets something positive out of the shows and they enjoy the experience. And I think we can do something like that in the kids space too positive message. It's a ton of fun. And there's so much more. This is just, we haven't even scratched the surface of the potential in this realm and the impact we plan to have.
0: Well, that's fantastic. And thank you so much for taking us behind the scenes. We really appreciate it.
1: Of course. course. Our pleasure.
0: Yeah. (laughs)